Hello there. I'm Cindy Linden's spouse. Cindy's busy looking at cookbooks, wandering down the aisle at the cooking store, mixing up new spices, and searching for just the right recipe for you. While she's away, here's a second helping, something to keep you satiated and busy while she's gone. Enjoy. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. there. I'm Cindy Linden, and this is the Cook Along Podcast. We are in the height of berry season. And even if you're listening to this when it's not the height of berry season, berries are very easy to get in frozen form almost anywhere, any grocery store. So this becomes a year-round trick that we're about to do. We're going to make a dessert today that is so easy and so fast And so perfect that you will want to add this to your regular library of things you create. First, because it is really quick. Second, because you can use any kind of fruit. Third, because most likely you have all the ingredients already in your house every time you want to make it. And fourth, because it's really yummy and does wonderful things to whatever kind of fruit you are using. Because it's berry season, I'm going to use berries. We went out last weekend and picked blueberries at our favorite blueberry place. We have a very specific kind of blueberry that is our favorite. It's called an Ozark Blue, which we finally asked the berry farmer about. And he said that it is a breed that is very rare. And in fact, he's the only place that is growing it in Oregon at this time. Because you have to keep the strain pure or you lose your license to grow it. I mean, there's, who knew? Who knew about this stuff? I had no idea that you have a, have a some kind of license permit to grow certain kinds of blueberries. <laughs> I mean, really. Anyway, he's the only one here. They come from the Ozark Mountains. And they are large, very easy to pick. It's like you just sort of grab a handful of them and delicately roll the whole branch around in your hand and they all fall into your bucket. It's quite amazing. And we got 18 pounds of blueberries almost before we knew it. It took us less than an hour. There were two of us and we picked just over 18 pounds, 18.3 of these large 
really blue-flavored berries and brought them all home. And most of them we have put in the freezer, which we do by washing them all and then putting them in a single layer onto a cookie sheet. Actually, you have to kind of dry them a little bit. Then you put them into the freezer until they get hard. And then you put them into plastic bags uh, once they're frozen. And it's really fun. They sound like game pieces or marbles or something as they hit each other going into the bag. I don't know. It's a silly thing, but I really love the way they sound. And, um, and then, of course, you label it with the date and stick them in your freezer. And we got enough last year when we did this that we had about... Three cups, maybe, left from last year's batch when we went and picked the other day. I kind of think we got more this year, because I think maybe last year we gave a bunch away. But we've managed to squeeze all 18 pounds. No, that's not true. Most of 18 pounds into our freezer. The rest are in our refrigerator. And I am going to make this dessert today using these berries. I will post a picture of our 18 pounds on the website which is thecookalongpodcast.com. And there you can find all the ingredients. Again, very simple ingredients. This will be one of the shortest recipes we ever do, probably. The eight to ten minutes it takes to create this. Here's your ingredient list. You need four cups of fruit. You can use most any fruit you like. And like I said, it can be fresh or frozen. So apples, peaches, berries, cherries... A combo of the above, maybe even a bunch of different fruits. I haven't tried that, but I think it would be worth it. You need four cups worth. And a juice from half a lemon. And I don't think it matters. I don't have a lemon in the house today, but I have lemon juice. In fact, I have two kinds of lemon juice. I have some in a container that comes from Minute Maid. Actually, you know what? I filled this with home squeezed, so I just need to see if it's still any good. I think that's questionable. <laughs> I think maybe I I think maybe I won't use it. I don't know. Does lemon juice go bad? Seems likely, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm not sure the way this smells. And then I also have some in lemon uh what do I want to say? In ice cubes. I had a bunch of lemons and decided they were gonna go bad before I used them all. So I squeezed them and put the juice into ice cube trays and then put the frozen lemon juice into a Ziploc bag in my freezer. And I think maybe that's what I'm going to do because I know it was from fresh lemons and that it hasn't been sitting in my refrigerator for however long this other one is. Anyway, what I started to tell you was Minute Maid makes a nice 100% pure lemon juice thing that you can find in your freezer section with the juice. And it's a squeeze bottle that you can just keep in your refrigerator. And it keeps for quite a long time. You, of course, could use a real lemon and just squeeze it. It's going to be about a tablespoon worth. So it's only going to be half of that lemon. That's the bottom layer of this. I should have told you what we're making. Oh, my gosh. This is a, this is a fruit cobbler or a fruit crisp. I don't really know the difference. It's important to me when I have something that's labeled one of those things that the top is crunchy and not soppy. I don't like the kind that have like just dough over the top biscuit dough or whatever. I want my topping to crunch a little bit and it needs to have brown sugar in it and probably usually oats are what help make that happen. Although I'm not wedded to that, but here's here's the recipe ingredients for what we're making today, which we're just going to call a quick fruit cobbler with crunchy oatmeal topping. So the crunchy topping part 
is three quarters of a cup brown sugar, one and a quarter cups of flour. I'm just using regular flour. You might try whole wheat if that's what you got. I don't know that it matters, although the taste is obviously going to be a little different. You need three quarters of a cup of rolled oats. That's just your sort of regular oatmeal. It's not quick cooking, although I think you could probably use quick cooking if that's what you have, but not the instant stuff that comes in packets. A teaspoon of cinnamon, a stick of butter, that's a half a cup, a half teaspoon of vanilla, and a little salt. We're going to just add a pinch or two. The equipment you'll need if you got to chop up your fruit, like if you're using apples or peaches, obviously you're going to need some means to cut that up. Uh, you need an 8 by 8 baking dish. And that is, I call it a brownie pan. I think that's all. You need some way to melt the butter, which is our first do-ahead. You're going to take that stick of butter and you're going to melt it. And the other do-ahead is to preheat your oven to 350. And now we're going to get started. If I hadn't talked so long, you'd really be able to see how quickly this comes together. So we're going to just pretend and start now. Oh, wait. One more ingredient. You might want vanilla ice cream or sweetened whipped cream on the top of this when it's done. All right, here we go. Starting now. This is possibly going to sound ridiculous to you after I just described to you that we picked 18 pounds of blueberries, especially once you see the pictures on the website. But... I am doing a mix of berries. I haven't done this before. I've always just used one fruit. I've done it with peaches. I've done it with various berries, and but one at a time. And today, I am using some of the blueberries, but I also have homegrown raspberries from our yard and our favorite kind of strawberry, which is a hood strawberry, which I believe is only grown in Oregon. And I'll be honest with you, those are early June berries, and it's now, today is the 1st of August, and so I am using some of the hood berries from our freezer. We grow those as well, although these, I think, came from a farmer's market. At any rate, what I'm doing right now is taking my four cups of fruit and putting it in the bottom of the 8 by 8 baking dish, and... You are welcome to use all one kind. I may regret that I didn't do all blueberries, not because I have so many blueberries, but because I love the taste of cooked blueberries. Here's another kind of crazy thing. Despite 18 pounds, 18.3 to be exact, of blueberries, I don't really like blueberries fresh. I prefer them baked. I love the way they taste once they're baked. Fresh, they just don't do it for me. So I'm not going to be the one eating them fresh ones that we didn't freeze. Anyhow, oh my goodness, I'm easily distracted today. Four cups of fruit. You do not need to grease your baking dish, spray your baking dish, do anything to your baking dish ahead of time. Just put four cups of fruit in the bottom and then sprinkle it with your juice of half a lemon, which, as I said, is about a tablespoon. If it's a little more or a little less, that's okay. Just put it in there. Mine was probably closer to a tablespoon and a half. That's, that's okay. The bottom half is now done. Now you need a bowl. You need a kind of a medium-sized bowl. It'd be good if I'd had that out ahead of time. But you see, all my bowls are holding blueberries. Oh, my goodness. 
Okay, this is way too big. Um, hmm. Oh, well, that's okay. Better too big than too small. So into this bowl goes the three quarters of a cup of brown sugar. Actually, if you haven't yet melted your butter, this is the moment to do that because we're going to add it to the dry ingredients. So throw that in your microwave or whatever in a container so you can have that melting. And then three one quarter cup scoops of brown sugar packed go into this bowl. And then using the same one, and maybe this isn't the smartest thing, but I'm using the same quarter cup. I'm going to put also three quarters of a cup of rolled oats. And you know, the reason it doesn't make any difference, whether they're the quick cooking, your topping will be a little chewier if you use whole oats. But the difference between whole oats and quick cooking oats is simply how small they are cut. It just means they cook faster because they're smaller bits for the the one-minute oats. And the whole oats are exactly what they say. They're, They're just whole flakes of rolled oat bits oat grains instead of cut up ones which is what the quick one minute ones are all right and then the flour and you don't want really dense flour you don't want this to taste floury the flour just kind of holds it together so go ahead and spoon it into the cup like we usually do you should always aerate it if it feels really dense and tight you should stir it first One and a quarter cups of the flour into the same bowl that we put the other stuff into. And a teaspoon of cinnamon. This is a new one, so I have to take off the sifter lid. I guess people sprinkle cinnamon. I don't. I either use a lot of it or I don't use it at all. So I always take the sifter lids off. All right, now you got your dry ingredients. Just sort of stir them together. You can use a spoon or a whisk. It might be faster to use a whisk because it breaks up this brown sugar. I'm using my measuring spoon, my one teaspoon measuring spoon. All right, that's stupid. It was just right there. Now I'm using a whisk, which is more effective. I don't know that it's faster, actually, but it definitely breaks up the brown sugar better. Okay, now to the melted butter. We're going to add a half a teaspoon of vanilla extract. This is a modification of a recipe you can find online. It was created by Maria Rodale. I have changed the spices or seasonings a little bit because she didn't really use any to speak of and I like those things. So stir your vanilla into the butter and then add the butter to the dry ingredients. Again, I'm using the measuring spoon to scoop, not the most efficient way to cook, but it's right here. And then probably not using your whisk, get a bigger spoon and stir that up. Just spread it all around so there's no dry part left, that every part of the dry stuff has been touched by the butter or that the dry stuff has soaked up the butter and there's no real pockets of just dry powdered stuff anymore. It's going to be lumpy. It's not going to be fine. It really doesn't matter. Okay? That was the second step. First step, put fruit in pan. Second step, mix dry ingredients with butter. Third step, pour this topping over the fruit in the pan. And spread it around with your hands so that it covers all the fruit up. And if you want to break up some of those larger bits, you can. 
They're going to kind of melt and dissolve anyhow. And you know what? We're done. That is the whole shebang. Now, you just put this pan. Oh, I forgot the salt. Well, we use salted butter. Rats. That should have gone in with the, with the um, dry ingredients. Okay, this is really weird, but I'm going to put a pinch of salt between my fingers and really just delicately sprinkle it over the top. It's not ideal, but it's better than leaving it out. Just a tiny pinch. You can do the same. We'll find out together whether it works. Salt always emphasizes the sweetness of a dish. So if you have something that's all sweet without enough salt in it, it's really boring. But you add that touch of salt, and everything suddenly pops in the flavors. So we don't want to leave it out, but we'll see how it is on top. Maybe it'll soak in. Anyway, it goes into your preheated 350-degree oven, and it is going to bake in there for 30 to 45 minutes. You'll know it's done because the fruit is bubbling and the topping is browned a little bit. And it'll just look like you're ready to eat it. It will look cooked. That's really how it works. Believe it or not, we're done with this recipe. Now, as I said, I recommend that you have ice cream or some whipping cream if you want to whip some up. Or even, I suppose, out of a can. You could do that to put on top of this. Because it'll help contrast the heat with the cold and the crunchy with the creamy and the slightly tart of the fruit with the smooth sweetness of the ice cream. It's just a good combo. And I think you don't really need anything more from me on this recipe. Like I said, incredibly easy, very fast, ingredients already in your house. If you'd like a print version of this recipe... You can visit my Patreon page and consider making a contribution there toward the remodel of my kitchen, which looks like it's being delayed because it's going to cost a lot more than we hoped it would. You get printed recipes of the podcasts when you join. That's as I create them. Patreon.com and type in the Cook Along podcast. Meanwhile, if you want to let me know how this recipe worked for you or if you have any brilliant additions or changes in fruit or anything you want to tell me or ask about this recipe or any other you can leave me comments both on the web page under the recipe itself which is new by the way that you can now leave me comments directly on the website or you can message me through facebook just facebook.com and then look for the cook along podcast and you'll find a place to leave me comments There's lots of good info on my website. Look for some of the blogs. They are really cool. There's information, in fact, on vanilla that we used today that you might find quite surprising because vanilla prices are going up still. They've been skyrocketing because of a typhoon in Madagascar where vanilla comes from three years ago now, I think. And now we're post-pandemic as I'm making this. Well, hmm. We're post-first surge pandemic as I'm making this, and it's harder to get supplies of any kind. So I don't see vanilla coming back down in price anytime soon. However, on my website, you will find a way to get around that that is backed up by some highly prestigious chefs. Look for a blog on the Cook Along Podcast website called Imitation Vanilla Surprise. And meanwhile, I hope you enjoy this fruit cobbler or crisp or whatever you want to call it. I think it's a no-miss, always-win kind of dessert. 
And until next time, happy cooking! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, this is Cindy. If there's anything you've wondered about, anything I've said repeatedly that you really don't understand at all what the heck it is I'm talking about, if there was a specific recipe that didn't come out right, if there is anything you would like to ask me, I'm offering a chance to send your questions in and I will select some of the most interesting questions and we will present them in a future episode of the Cook Along podcast. Please email your questions to Cindy, C-I-N-D-Y, at thecookalongpodcast.com. I will let you know that I received it and if we air it, I'll let you know when that's going to happen. Thank you.